This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, on the 14th of January, a very large eruption on Honga Tongahanga Ha'apai, an uninhabited volcanic island and submarine volcano of the Tongan archipelago, began. The eruption reached a powerful climax the next day, the 15th of January. And it caused tsunamis in Tonga, Fiji, American Samoa, Vanuatu and along the Pacific Rim. Uh, We've heard, of course, in the subsequent weeks about the the damage and the distress caused by that. And we've heard also a lot about the effort to support families in Tonga, including uh, particularly uh, focused around the effort uh, in Auckland where there's uh, significant Pacific populations. What about down here? Well, uh, Joining me on the line now to talk about the local effort, uh, part of it at least, is Tari MP Ingrid Leary, who's been communicating uh, with the local Tongan communities and Pacifica communities about that and uh, helping with some coordination there. Uh, Ingrid, Morena, good to have you with us. Malolele, Jeff. Ingrid, tell us about um, your initial response when you heard about the news of this um, eruption and subsequent tsunami. Oh, look, just really uh, anxious and concerned. I actually lived in Tonga for close to a year, many years ago. Spent quite a bit of time on the islands of Hapai and Vavao. Uh, so, you know, I know many of the families there. Uh, I know how resilient they are, but I also know how vulnerable they are in some of the low-lying areas in particular. I was particularly worried about Hapai. Um, so, you know, I felt very connected to it. I was very concerned and I immediately knew that the Tongan families here, uh, you know, they would be feeling so anxious in terms of not being able to be there for their families and certainly not being able to communicate and find out what had gone gone on and how their families were. We know that um, in times of need, such as the specific families um, love, of course, to, to get straight into action and to rally around and particularly to provide um, you know, items that are necessary to support the families and those that they're um, concerned about um, back in their homelands. And, uh, of course, that in itself uh, creates um, a bit of a logistical issue, doesn't it? Because we see in, in many other efforts to support uh, in, in times like of crisis, you know, monetary donations primarily being the thing that that um, that comes in to, for support. But but here, there's a mix of all of that, and uh, it creates uh, something of a, a logistical issue. So we've seen, of course, the up in Auckland, the generosity there has uh, led to what 25 containers of. Of goods and uh, donated goods, you know, being able to be shipped, but uh, some stress around that. So, tell us about the initial discussions you had about how uh, we might be able to help at this end and how that's being coordinated. Sure. Well, certainly, uh, it, you know, it's an effort that must be led by and has been led by the Tongan communities themselves. My role was really as local MP is to support, come in behind and support. And one of the things I did, they have their own uh, connections through to the chairperson of the uh, Auckland effort, Jenny Salesa, my colleague. However, I uh, was able to reach out and just say to her, look, if you've got any spare containers, <laughs> let us know because there is a big effort going on down here to try to locate locana- uh, containers. The Tongan community also reached out to Mayor Aaron Hawkins and he was able to work with Port Otago to get one. And I worked with Clutha uh, Mayor Brian Cadogan, and we've been very fortunate that Silverfern Farms has uh, stepped up to offer a container too when the time is right. And all of that will be led by the Tongan community. So the the comms was really about uh, Auckland 
doing their own thing because they were just getting inundated with goods and they still are getting inundated with goods and still looking for containers. So Dunedin has done its own effort, has come up with containers and the uh, community just uh, you know, organised itself to make sure that they were feeding everything back to the community, uh, get feed, you know, the community was feeding in. And what they have done actually is set up a give a little page as well. So at the moment it's been, you know, non-perishable food items and household products that have been needed and they're going family to family in barrels, which is a really smart way of organising this. Uh, but there will be funds inevitably needed and what they're really keen on is that the money goes as much as possible to the communities. So rather than working through agencies, they're saying, please give to the Give a Little page. And I've got that pinned to the top of my uh, Facebook page if you don't know how to access the Tongan community one. All right. So there is still a local effort, though, to um, to, to pull together donatable items, non-perishable food in particular. How's that being coordinated at the moment? So the Tongan community are organising that and they're working through their own uh, community groups, including churches. What I have offered to do is, because we had many uh, calls from general public, people of the general public saying, how do we donate? We've uh, kept our office open in the evenings from 7 till 9pm, and we're doing that again this week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, for people to be able to bring in their non-perishable food items. Uh, they may not know families in Tonga, which is fine, because we will then gift these to the Tongan community. They can top up some of their barrels. Uh, there's also some items that we would like to give, you know, barrels to the equivalent of Women's Refuge over there and other community organisations. So everything is useful, and we've been absolutely blown away by the level of generosity. We've had people coming in with small donations, $100 donations, big ones, uh, lots of water, rice, um, salt, flour, all of those things that are needed um, after an emergency. All right, so in addition to the uh, efforts that are being made by the local uh, Tongan uh, and Samoan communities in particular, your office is still taking donations this week? That's right. So during the week, we've got during the day today, but that's not easy for some people. So we're opening 7 till 9pm uh, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. We feel that after that, probably the word of other, you know, where other locations are would be out enough. So it's really just a stopgap measure as um, others get the word out as to where people can donate to for their things. It's been really heartening to see the Samoan community actually also contacted me and wanted to get a container, and so they are working to support the uh, Tongan community as well. So it's just amazing to see people rally together. Well, no doubt, um, through the churches and beyond, the the connections with those communities are, um, uh, are strong, and people will know how and where they can make their donations. But for others who might want to make a donation through your office, where do they find you? So we're, it's, we've got two offices. One's, we've got a new one in Mosgiel, but actually the one that will be open is the one in South Dunedin on the corner of Hillside Road and Cargill's Corner. Uh, the other thing, Jeff, is to remember that this is going to be an ongoing situation. It'll be months for them to get on their feet. We've heard about the communication problems for local businesses with that underwater cable being cut, and that hasn't been rectified yet. So um, we will need more containers. We will need more help coming in over the month. So if you can't donate now or if you can donate now, just remember uh, this is not going to go away even if the headlines go away. Indeed. 
Um, Tyree MP Ingrid Leary, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the awesome morning show. Thanks for the efforts that you and others are making in this space, and we'll continue to let our listeners know about the ways that they can help support the communities of Tonga. Um, kia ora, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, and uh, thanks for supporting the Kaipapa. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.